0: Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, Riker, Fred VanVleet, obviously the Toronto Raptors' biggest free agent right now. There's been a lot of talks and a lot of things coming out about his potential free agency, it's just around the corner, and we've known this from the jump, Fred is trying to get paid, and he came out and said it pretty bluntly on the JJ Redick podcast, but you know, what What do you think this means? And after just watching that video, how do you sort of feel about Fred VanVleet now going into this free agency?
1: How I feel about him maybe is unchanged. We knew that that was his M.O. We we When we went and did that press sort of media coverage of him at the And One event, which we'll also bring up. There's some some news around his sponsorships and his brand endorsements. But he talked a lot about he needs to make the, the financially correct decision for him, which, you know, we, like I said, that's his M.O. That we knew that he's this kind of guy. But, Ben, prepare for controversy. This is... This is a controversial thing I'm about to say, and I'm not extraordinarily qualified to say it because I'm not an NBA player and I've never made over a million dollar salary, but it's a pretty weak argument he's coming out with to say he's already won a championship. Now he's just looking to get paid. I mean, you weren't the star player on that team. Yeah, you got that one finals MVP vote. But you were by far a top option on the team. You had a great series against the Golden State Warriors. But that wasn't your team. You, you didn't. You didn't win the championship. You were part of a championship team. And if the Raptors are going to come around and offer you twenty million, twenty-two million, which we said we expect, that's probably the range. And you're going to go to a bum team like the Knicks or the Hornets. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. We'll break down who's offering him money for. $3, 4000000 million more per year when you're already going to make 22 on a championship contending team? That's a weak argument. I was disappointed to hear that, Ben.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'll, I'll bring up the, I'll say the full quote because obviously we've known from the jump that, that Fred wants to get paid. But as you said, he, he brought up and specifically said he already won a championship. So now he's just looking to cash out. That's what his big thing, this free agency is. And obviously that can be interpreted as you know, he's not looking for the greatest roster. He's just looking for the most amount of money. So I'd agree with you there. And yes, if he wants to, if he's prioritizing pay, it completely makes sense. This is his first real shot at a big contract the, with the pandemic, with injuries. You never really know if you're going to be able to cash out again. So I, I see where he's coming from with the extra bit of money. But I where, where it's just taken up so many headlines is how it was said. And do you think... He, Because within the context of the rest of the podcast, he still spoke highly of the Raptors. He still said there's videos of him coming out that like the past few days with him working with Kyle Lowry and stuff. But that quote in sort of isolation makes it seem like, as you said, a trash team like the Knicks, the Hawks, or whoever, you know, they come out and say, hey, we're going to give you those extra million dollars. Did you get that sort of vibe from him in that podcast? Because I I tend, I, I lean, I'd agree with you in the sense that I think it would be dumb to sort of go to one of those teams for less. You know, if you're only sacrificing, if like one,
1: two million. But do you is that the impression you got from that that podcast? It is kind of the impression that I got, Ben. And the reason we're put we're tossing out Knicks, we're tossing out tossing out Pistons. Hawks. Those were the teams at the very onset of free agency news that were reportedly going to be making a pitch for Fred Van Vliet. So we're not just pulling those names out of nowhere. You look mm-hmm. at their cap space. Pistons are only booked for about $70 million on their total team payroll next year. They only have one guy, Blake Griffin, on max money. New York Knicks have no guys on max money. So they have availability to come in and cash Fred out at $28, 30000000 million, if that's what they wanted to. We didn't think his value is necessarily there. He's not even an all star yet for Pete's sake, but let's just assume that that's the money that he's going to be offered. Ben, it, it, it we, we kind of agreed in our initial assessment the Raptors probably wouldn't be comfortable to max him out, probably give him 30 million dollars. Now you have four guys on max money if you re sign Ibaka. Basically, you have Pascal and Fred long term, you still want to re sign OG, you don't know what you're going to do with Norm a season or two down the road, you still want to be able to sign Giannis that's a lot of money to put up front on a team you know doesn't get it done on their own and ben the reason that again I'm discouraged by him saying I just want to cash out basketball it's a privilege to be able to play and do something get paid for something that's just fun that you know we play on our own and millions of people around the world play on their own but you still need to have a sense of purpose and if you're again you're not the guy you aren't the guy you're six foot you you struggle to get it done in the paint you're not going to be able to walk onto a bad roster and all of a sudden make make the team a playoff team you don't have the clout to draw in free agents with you you don't have the ability to get it done yourself ben i was disappointed by his comments
0: yeah i'm less disappointed because I think if he chooses that I can res- chooses the the path of more money I can respect that I can respect him trying to you know get the bag while he has the opportunity in a week free agency class you know as you said he hasn't been an all-star if a team throws at him cuz I guess the the 3 million per year does add up to 10 12 million over the course of 4 or 5 years however long his contract ends up being so I, I wouldn't be you know mad at the guy or blame the guy if he ends up doing that but I definitely see where you're coming from cuz the players that go to the Knicks, they do seem very purposeless, so to speak, to put it into your terms cuz you know as you said the rosters will be struggling. He's not like a Kevin Durant type of player where he could just come in and completely change the course of the franchise. Maybe he believes he is as he said, you'd bet bet on yourself, but would you do you predict he's going to leave after hearing this cuz you know analysts like John Hollinger the one of the numbers guys for ble- for the athletics sorry he predicts that he's going to go to the Atlanta Hawks we've already thrown out teams like the Pistons and uh the Pistons and the Knicks so what's what's your sort of prediction right now cuz we you know if we expect him to leave if we're in the camp that we think he's going to leave which I don't think I'm there yet then there's some players we could potentially talk about potentially signing trading for them or other guys we should target because there's there's other names we're we going to bring up that we have certainly brought up in the past, Riker.
1: Well, that's exactly it. And he's an unrestricted free agent, right? Yes. Yeah, so the Raptors, they don't have the right to come in and match any any offer, but I don't think they're going to let him just walk. It is much more strategic from the Raptors to if they... If they hear, and hopefully they don't get swindled by his camp, but and I don't suspect that that's how it would play out anyways, but if they hear that he's going to be leaving for a $30 million deal over four or five years, it doesn't really matter. Anything it, Anything in one year, I, again, I'm, I'm fine to give big money to anybody in one year because it gives you that cap space come next free agency, but anything over two years or more, you start dealing with that kind of salary, then you need to start thinking, more long term, and if they hear that he's going to be walking for that big of money, and you're, the Raptors as a franchise won't get any value in return, I'd match it right away, and then look for those sign and trade options that have been bubbling, and we've been talking about for a <laughs> while: Drew Holiday, Victor Oladipo, Bradley Beal. I, that one wouldn't happen. I just want to plug it because I love that guy. I would love to have him on the Raptors, but Ben. I, what do you think? I, to me, it makes sense if he's going to be getting paid $30 million. Maybe that's outside the Raptors' threshold, but I definitely see them trying to make something happen that they can get some value back.
0: Well, Riker, you and I were debating sort of milking the Oladipo train a little bit more, but we're going to bring him up again because there was some Raptors news. It kind of died off with a little bit of a second report, but we definitely got to cover it because Oladipo apparently last season was going up to different teams and saying, yo, can I can I join your squad next year or can I come play with you all? He said that to the Knicks, he said it to the Heat, and he said it to the Toronto Raptors in front of his teammates during
1: during games, Riker, during games. And, which you know, he's is, vehemently denied, but I mean, if once these reports come out, it sounds like they're probably true.
0: Yeah, and with everything that's sort of accumulated, I I definitely buy it. And the Raptors were obviously attached to that, but you know, as he said, he's denied it. So I guess it's sort of a a light report, but obviously you have to deny something like that. He's still under contract for the Toronto Ra- uh, for the Indiana Pacers story, but you know, with all the trade rumors and all that, he has come out and said which kind of. Led let the hype die down a little bit. He said he's 100% committed to the Pacers going into next season, but that doesn't mean he's looking to stay there long-term. That doesn't mean any of the rumors or anything have, you know, or the Pacers are any less inclined to trade him after everything that's come out. So would you, especially if Fred VanVleet, if we think he's going to get scooped up by another team, would you be down to sort of maybe even sign and trade for Depot with Fred or maybe give up some other assets to get Depot? Because, from all accounts, his trade value is not that high right now in terms of Victor Oladipo.
1: No, and and he's locked in right now next season at $21 million. And the argument comes around, you know, do you want to bring him in if he has the chance of walking away the season following? And then all the arguments based on is he even a fraction of what he was prior mm-hmm. to his two seasons long worth injuries but what's interesting is he is set at that 21 million dollars and if you're going to be doing a sign and trade for fred he's going to be at 28 or 30 million dollars right that's what he's going to be walking for so you you have some extra flexibility there where you can you can look for some more value on top of that if you want a shooter like doug mcdermott i mean he, i wouldn't be jumping at the bits <laughs> for doug mcdermott but maybe one of the Holiday McBuckets. brothers. You know, maybe you want to add Norman Powell in, and maybe you want to bring in Oladipo and Miles Turner. Like maybe there, you can get a little bit crazy with the combinations here if you're guaranteed that you're putting trade uh, Fred up on the trade block. Then,
0: yeah, well, you brought up a holiday on uh, on the Pacers. Maybe that would make a another Holiday in the NBA, maybe one of their brothers, if they're so inclined to to come to the Toronto Raptors. But I think we have a a whole video on that coming, probably dropping tomorrow. So we'll save the the other Drew Holiday talks because it seems like every Raptors fan has wanted Drew Holiday for the past two years. But Riker, the more I think about it, the more I think it might be worth the risk to get Oladipo if Fred is going to leave. If Fred's going to dip, then Yes, depot is the risk, as you brought up the injuries, the uncertainty if he's going to bounce back. But we made a risk when we traded for Kawhi Leonard. We made a risk, you know, trading Vasquez for a couple of unproven picks, and that ended up being Norman Powell and OG Ananobi, right? Masai Jerry makes calculated risks, and the ceiling with the Toronto Raptors with a prime depot, with a prime time Oladipo, Lowry depot, OG Siakam surge. That's a lineup to really be reckoned with. And, you know, you might say that he's not as good of a shooter as Fred, but he has the size, he has the finishing ability, and he has the shooting touch. Not as good as Fred, but at a decent enough level. I think he, he'd be a Raptors
1: style player. I don't know. I, I'm starting to buy into the Depot hype, Riker. Yeah. And this is how I'm thinking. This is my narrative that's going on in my brain, Ben. Fred Wimbley, he gets offered $30 million by a bad team. The Raptors, they match it. Now, he accepts because it's the Raptors. They're in a better position to win. Yep. Whatever. Maybe he has a vendetta against Toronto as a city, but I haven't heard any news to support that. So, the Raptors, they win the free agency bid because they give him just as much money as the next best guy. They have him. They could just keep him at that point. But we're saying, no, it doesn't make sense to keep Fred long term on a max contract with what we're trying to do in the future with other free agents. You look at Old Depot. Yeah, he has a tremendous risk. But if it doesn't work out, he's a free agent next season. You don't need Mm -hmm. to keep him around, right? If it works out extremely well and then he walks and you actually wanted to keep him around, then that's just embarrassing. But, you know, the Raptors, if you're you're guaranteed you're losing Fred and we're going to have a video breaking down reports around potentially losing Ibaka, Lowry's getting aged. You know, I think the Raptors are kind of pushing towards maybe rebuilding or doing some sort of monumental paradigm shift type thing. So I, I'm completely agreeing with you, Ben. If Fred Van Vliet is out the door, I think it's time to get a little bit crazy and buy in with that high-risk, high-reward type player.
0: Yeah. No, you got you to gotta take risks, especially if you don't want to be bad. And we've seen teams like the Houston Rockets. These teams that have been per- perennially good for many years. Right, they they take something. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But that's how the good teams stay good, and you trade for guys like Depot if you're losing talent. But I don't know. Yes, no. What's your prediction? Do you think he stays or do you think he doesn't, Riker? Because if I had to do a yes no with no nuance, I do think he stays, but I think it's going to be for a little bit more money than the Raptors would sort of prefer.
1: I think no, no, because I think he does not stay because. When we initially qualified this rumor, we said Fred VanVleet is probably going to get offered max money by a lesser team. But we said mm-hmm. by virtue of the Raptors being better organization, already knowing him, giving him that leadership role as Kyle Lowry sort of fades out of it, he would accept a little bit less money, 20, $22 million, just to compete with them. But with him saying he's just looking for the most money possible doesn't make sense to me to keep Fred around on Max Deal. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Maybe there's an argument to say that he is. I am completely not in that belief. Yeah, and you know, he he certainly hasn't
0: bashed the Raptors. He's always spoke highly of the Toronto Raptors team. Right? There's there's nothing to say that he doesn't like his time in Toronto, but during especially the podcast cuz this is what this whole sort of chat this discussion was sparred off of, listening to that podcast, he brought up things like You know, he doesn't have a house in Toronto right now. He ended up selling or he was just renting. So he doesn't really know where he's going to stay next season, especially with all the stuff being in Tampa and stuff. He just alluded to a lot of things that seemed a bit, just a little bit sketchy for a guy. Because Sergi Baca, we're making a video on him. I think that'll come out in the next couple days too. Sergi Baca has adamantly said he wants to stay. He's keeping... You know, he's come out on Twitter. He's posting Weed the North stuff. He's all in on Toronto from his tone of voice, his, you know, just his quotes. Fred Van bleed has been a little bit more secure. Maybe that's just personality trait and whatnot, but I don't know. That That's that's a, a point in your favor, but I just believe the Toronto Raptors won't let talent walk like that, and unless they have a guy like Oladipo or Holiday coming through the door, I don't see us letting Fred walk, Riker.
1: Right? But answer me this, Ben, because to me the argument is not would the Raptors... Make sure they sign him. I think one way or another they're going to sign him. But I, I don't know if they'd want to keep him if they signed him at $30 million, rather I than could see- obviously flip him. But Ben, the question is, mm-hmm. do you think he is going to get 25 to $30 million offer from another team? Because that's to me, that's what would get him out the door or not.
0: So the reports are saying they're all over the place. Hollinger came out with the the twenty five to thirty million. There's articles saying that they expect twenty to twenty two. People don't even know if the Raptors would match a twenty to twenty two million dollar deal. His you know his value is just super unclear, and it makes sense because he's been in a great system. He's won a championship. He's been a a starting guard on a team that has gone deep into the playoffs. But uh, he's also a six foot playing six footer, playing off ball, never been an all-star, these sorts of things. So it's, it's a really weird predicament. It's weird with the the pandemic that's happened. We don't know where people, where the salary cap's going to be, especially not, it's everything sort of lined up now, but with one year down the line and, you know, we also don't really know the Terrence Davis situation. We don't know where our other backup guards are going to be. So it's, there's so many factors to take into account. It's tough to sort of piece it all together. But let's know what you guys think. Do you guys think Fred VanVleet's going to stay? Do you think if he leaves, we should trade for a guy like Oladipo? We sort of covered a lot of reports. The news is coming coming on fire. It's just coming from all places. So stay tuned The Raptor Side Jeff, subscribed if you're not. Riker,
1: you have any last words? I'm worried, Ben. I'm nervous by these reports. Jeez. Cheers. Cheers.